Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Moms in Real Estate. We are totally prepared except for one thing uh, today. We, we don't have a mom. Something like happened and we don't really know why, but our guest today must be held up. Um, hopefully she's okay. Um, we will certainly reschedule her, but Kristen and I are like, hey, hey, I think we're all ready for okay. <laughs> I'm like, I think it's you. <laughs> you. So um, what we thought we'd do is just hop on, let you know what happened. Um, explain that we are always looking for moms um, to interview on Moms in Real Estate. The whole purpose is for us to um, talk with great women who can encourage you and empower you to make a difference in your own life and in your own career. So Kristen and I are just going to sit here and... Wait, she just texted me. She Where said, lady, I'm on the Google call. I don't know what the Google call is. Uh, should I send her the stream? <laughs> Hi, everyone. Yeah, we'll send her the stream yard link. <laughs> hold on. Uh, hold on. I'm going to send her. Do you have the stream yard link in front of you? Yeah, let me get it. Okay, I'm going to put on our video, and hopefully she'll be able to hop on by the time... The video ends. Maybe we can get started, or maybe it'll be just Kristen and I. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Is she here? We're technical difficulties. So, Caitlin, today's guest is Caitlin Williams. She's out of Oregon. She's a single mom of two wonderful children. Um, she's uh, has a passion for mentoring real estate agents and um, is growing her business like wildfire, which is really exciting. And I think I found her. Let's get her up here. Hi, how are you? <laughs> All the platforms we can possibly use. My apologies. That's oh, okay. No worries. So glad you're okay. We were like, hi guys. Hi everyone. We don't know what's happening, but we're only missing a mom. <laughs> I mean, never happens in life, right? <laughs> well, me and Angela were like, wait, we've never talked about if somebody doesn't show up. We're like, what do we do? <laughs> you the opportunity to be freaked out about it. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that life experience. Well, Caitlin, tell um, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am a single mom. I have two kiddos. My daughter is nine. My son is five. And it's super interesting being quarantined with them day in and day out. We're all there right now. Um, I have been in the real estate industry for little over 10 years now and I kind of fell into it wasn't ever something that I pursued um you know I think the best things in life kind of happen that way um mm -hmm. gosh I can't even think of anything else that I would do it suits my personality to a T um and you know I have some side hobbies as well which are fun but you know it's it's a busy life being a mom doing real estate absolutely so are they just mommy What's that again? Your hobbies. I don't think we talked about that. Yeah. So I 
I love doing little staycations. So anywhere where I can get away. I mean, I live in the Pacific Northwest. I grew up here, grew up on 20 acres. So I'm kind of like a country girl at heart. I've lived in the city, so I've done it both. Um, so I love the mountain. I love the beach. Any, We live outside. Like, get me outside and I'm a happy girl. And then, mm -hmm. um, gosh, skiing. I know what. <laughs> I read, I read this. I, we didn't have your, I remember we didn't have your questionnaire when we first spoke the first time. And so I was reading that and I, I was like, oh my gosh, she goes and shoots guns every week to blow off steam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, I kind of have to sprinkle that in there, you know, like kind of get a feel for my audience. But yeah, I would, uh, three, or, three or four years ago, I started taking some personal safety classes just just for fun, just for, you know, the industry. Sometimes it can be a little sketchy sometimes mm -hmm. just, but um, I ended up really loving it. And the people that you meet doing that are awesome. And so, yeah, that's been a fantastic hobby that, um, yeah. So I usually, when we're not in quarantine, head up to the range every week and keep my skills sharp. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> love that. So let's, let's talk about how you've been, um, how you've been able to have such a successful career and, and mentor mm -hmm. a bunch of different agents and mm -hmm. be a single mom of two kids and still keep your sanity because you have you have done a really good job with that. I appreciate that. Um, okay, so we'll start with the first one. Um, gosh, successful is relative. For me, I really had to stop comparing myself with other people in this industry because there is such a huge wide range of ways to do this business, which is the cool part, which is the awesome thing. There's teams, there's individual agents, there's, there's husband and wife teams. I mean, and, and you could sell one home a year, you could sell 800 homes a year. It is such a broad stream. Um, and I honestly kind of floated around for the first three, four years. Um, unless you really have a mentor, like a team or someone teaching you, showing you the ropes right off the bat, you really don't know what the heck you're doing. So, I mean, the mentorship aspect of it, if I can go through the muck and the mess and, you know, kind of go through that and then show someone how to do it better, faster, more successful than I am, then that makes me feel really good. That's kind of like part of the driving factor behind why I like doing what I do. Um, because other, you know, if you're, if I'm not giving those God given abilities away, I'm just kind of wasting my days. So that's mm -hmm. a huge aspect to me. Success wise. I mean, it's really happened just because, you know, in this world, especially, um, in teams, if you're on a team, you know, you have these, these leads, but I can't think of, um, my, my business as a lead. You know, someone coming to me, they're a person, they're an opportunity. It's a chance to get to know them. And you start peeling back those layers, those onion layers of people. And it's like, okay, these are actually people. These are real lives. It's a husband who has an elderly wife and they need to get stares out of their life and have that better quality um, to their future. I mean, it's not just someone inquiring. It's like they have a legitimate need that they may not know that they need. And I just need to help them find that. So it's little things like that day in and day out that really matter to me. And so how, how do you manage your time even because you spend a lot of time with your kids too. Yeah. Yep. You know, and that's, so I've been a single mom almost three years now, a little bit longer, but, um, it was really important to me that I am present for them. 
And gosh, I, I really don't know how moms of a nine to five job do it. It's super demanding just even in this industry, but I'm so grateful that I do have this career because I am able to be home with them. Now that does not let me off the hook of still producing and still making business happen. I still have to provide for them, but I have really learned to, okay, they're at school these certain hours. I have this many hours to get full-time work in, in the four or five, six hours that they're, that they're gone. And then maybe a little bit extra on the weekends that I don't have them. So it's, you know, and I ain't perfect at that by mm -hmm. any means. I fall on my face flat a lot. Um, you know, what work, may work one week totally bombs the next week, especially in this quarantine shutdown mode. So my, my schedule, my, my kind of rhythm right now is about 30, 45 minutes working 15, 20 minutes with them and just doing that back and forth, rinse and repeat all day long. Um, and getting us outside, getting their wiggles out, getting the energy out. It's, it's a super balance. And, but if I'm also, you know, I'll put in the caveat, if I'm not good if I'm not starting the day off right. I'm starting with my reading, my journaling, my um, my coffee, my me time. If I'm not up ready doing all the things before they are even up and at me, that mm -hmm. just sets the day off so bad with clients, with kids, with my attitude. So everything kind of stems from me kind of starting my day off good, well. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think that one thing that you said that um, I love is that you don't like the typical like turn and burn of agents um, on teams and you like like you've been expressing like you're so passionate about um, helping develop people into professionals and your goal is to completely get out of production and be like only just a mentor for lots of agents and I think yeah. that that's really cool. Why is that your goal? So what I started realizing for me is I could work and do this solo agent thing for the rest of my life. Okay, cool. I would have a really good life doing that. And is that the highest and best use of my abilities? So what I started realizing is all the committees, all the groups, everything that I'm in, it's, it's that um, people really do see what you are doing. And I have been asked for years and years and years how I do this so well, how I um, how I just do it all. And I wouldn't be, you know, who I am if I wasn't reaching out to certain mentors or certain people at church or certain people through work, if I wasn't getting the feedback as well. And my gosh, that the average age of a realtor, you know, keeps, keeps growing. And there's going to be this huge, um, I think surge of people leaving the industry shortly. Um, just due to retirement or being done or the shifting market perhaps. And there's a lot of new agents, especially in the Portland Metro area within the last couple of years, um, let alone nationwide. And so there's this new wave of people needing to know how to do the business really, really, really well, because it seems easy. And you guys know this, that it's, <laughs> it's, it's not, it seems easy <laughs> and it seems very fruitful and very monetarily fruitful, but wow, the work and the energy and the effort, like the different people types and the personality types that you come across, whether it's clients, whether it's co-op agents, whether it's other people in your office. I mean, learning how to juggle that and kind of being like a Gumby to 
all these personality types, like mm -hmm. that's kind of my gift that I'm really good at. And if I can teach someone how to interact with someone better or just kind of grind through a transaction in, you know, the ultimate goal is to take care of your client, not to get so emotionally involved about something because it frustrates you. We're here to serve other people. And that's that, right. can, that can get so, so lost in this industry, I think. Well, so, I can... I think that it's ridiculous. God did not create us to do life alone and real estate is no option. You know, the, it's a biblical concept. Mentorship is a biblical concept. It, yeah. It's how it's supposed to be, you know, um, that we're supposed to take the God-given gifts that we, and our experience, and we're supposed to come alongside other people and show yeah. them the way. Why do people think it's okay to reinvent the wheel over and over and over? You need a fantastic big mentor. Yep. You need big, people. Big time. Big time. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the attitude that I, that I got to um, because I've been a solo agent for 10 years and I just came into a team role, leadership role. And I got to the point of like, I can't be doing this on my own anymore, let alone accountability wise, let alone, um, you know, if, if I have the opportunity to teach other people to do this industry better, then that ultimately serves more people, more clients that mm -hmm. this world craves and needs and deserves people who treat people so much better than we do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. To not move transactionally. Like that's, that, that's not how it's supposed to be. It, it's not. And, you know, reputation is a big thing. And, and if I can do my business so well and have referrals coming out of my pipeline so well, I know that I've done something right along the way where people are kind of like cheerleaders for me, whether they're mm -hmm. in my own area, clients referring people or whether it's another agent in another, in another state. Like my referrals have been the lifeblood of my business. Mm -hmm. And it's just because I think people see whether you are genuine or whether you're just kind of that turn and burn or very surfacey in this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. It's, Absolutely. It becomes really, really, really apparent really quickly if you're in tune with that. Yes. Yeah. We see that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there. So um, I, I was really thinking about what last time that we we spoke. We were of course we can't stop talking about quarantine and being in our houses and our kids all around us all the time. And what stood out, I think this is, um, I think this is how you said it. It used to be, <laughs> and I can't wait for it to go back to this. You would go to work. Now it's really opening up around here. So it's changing around here. I don't know if it is for you yet. Is it? Nope. Not yet. Not no, yet. Not okay. in, yeah. Not in the county I'm in. Mm -mm. We see the light. So <laughs> we're good. But, um, there there is hope. <laughs> yeah, there is. There is. But um, you were talking about, hey, you know, we, you, we go out, we go, we have this time where we drive from wherever we're coming to until the time yeah. we get home to actually shift our mindset to the next stage of our day with our kids or whatever. And now I think you said it's something like this. Now we, I, I get up from my chair and I walk into my kitchen and there they are. Like there's, there's not this, mm -hmm. this transitional time. And you made me think about that. I started really noticing um, over this last time that yeah, the transition time is gone. Yeah. So I was talking with a friend and we were just, I was just trying to brainstorm, you know, like I'm good. I've done all the checkbox things of how to keep me sane. I've done the reading. I've done the praying. I've done the, the writing, the journaling. I've, I've talked with team members. What is going on that I am not 
like feeling well or, or like my recovery time to stress to normal is just longer right now. So I was trying to brainstorm what was going on and it kind of turned out to be two things it was one. I had kind of my couple go to places of sitting in a park of just reading. You can't go to parks here. You can't just go sit. Um, having that commute time, a lot of people have that 15, 20, 30 minute commute from office to home of just decompressed time. And that really makes a big difference when you're thinking about it and you're just home when you go from your office to your kitchen and, and you know, you have the little kids like tapping on your, on your office door at home or wherever you're at, like I'm in my bedroom right now. But you know, when, when there's not that slow, like checkout brain time to kind of come off of that business high, it's, it's so hard to like relax. Our bodies just are not meant to go from on to off like that. Yeah. Flight mode for some reason, which I think we're all kind of there a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. And, and that, so that was really important to at least recognize that and okay, I recognize it. I see it. How do I combat it in this season that we're in right now? Right. Right. And, And talking about it with my kids, talking about it with me, talking about it with other friends and Hey, if someone else benefits from like, holy cow, I never even thought about that. If I'm not talking about it, like with you ladies, you know, getting some of this stuff out, I think in quarantine, we can just be like doing our Netflix, doing our work, doing our kids and like just really not talking to people. Okay. Super over Zoom calls, keep <laughs> talking because it, it's, you know, we'll, like you said, we'll get to the other side. There is light at the end of the tunnel, but um, yeah, talking about it and recognizing and owning and seeing these things that are different for sure. But in the process, we grow in that too. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to, to really, it would, it would have been impossible for me to truly understand the difference between having a conversation like this, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and having a conversation if we were all sitting in the same room. It mm-hmm. you just cannot replace that. There's just, mm-hmm. there's the, a, the physical presence makes a huge difference it does. And my business partner and I were talking. Um, so I've been on the team about a month and a half now. And a couple of weeks into it, we were talking and we're like, wow, the team was really fatigued last Friday or what is going on? And I was reading an article um, that a friend had written that our bodies are just, we're meant to be in relationship with people. Like you said, mm-hmm. our we're, we're just, we are hardwired to be with people. And when you're with someone, you can sense those, um, those micro expressions. You can sense how their body's feeling, how the energy in the room is. But when you're on a video call with someone, like you're, you're prepping yourself, you're like really trying to be a little extra, um, energetic and show your, you know, physical emotions a lot more. And you get off the call and you're kind of just Holy cow, that was <laughs> mentally exhausting. <laughs> but we're, we're showing up more physically and mental wise, and it really taps us out a lot more than if we were just sitting, chilling, being able to sense those bodily expressions. Um, I never thought so about that. that. Yeah, great. It's totally different. Yeah, it, it, it really, really, really we're is. We're having like a normal conversation and we're doing the best we can, right? But it's mm-hmm. not the same as being right in front of somebody. It's not at all. Yeah. You don't, you don't get that energy from someone. I mean, you, you girls are super energetic and fantastic, but yeah, when you get off that, you're kind of just, 
you know, Tuesday, Wednesday comes around, you're more drained than you normally would have been if you're just around people like getting the energy off of them. So, yeah, for sure. Yesterday, yeah. I the, yeah. yesterday I had the opportunity because we are back open, not totally, you know, you can't assemble, but that's awesome. Yeah. We're back open. And so I had the opportunity to sit with somebody I had only met over Zoom yesterday. Okay. Totally different. I mean, it was awesome. Like I felt connected to her. Um, her name's Chris Figueroa, if you're watching, and she's gonna be a guest, by the way. And, and uh, I met her over Zoom, right? And um, I was like, oh, I think she's so. That's why I wanted to pursue a relationship with her because she was just really cool over Zoom. But it was yeah. even totally different. That's when it occurred to me. I was like, oh, is different. you can't replace it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's the same thing. I've always known somebody through social media and I had coffee with them yesterday and it was, to it's totally different. Like it's mm -hmm. your online versus offline. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it really, really is. The energy is different. You're, you're able to just kind of be yourself how you normally would be. But yeah, on video, you kind of have to come across a little bit extra. And, yeah. and we kind of tap out sooner. Um, yeah. So again, it's another one of those like, okay, recognizing it, seeing it, mm -hmm. owning it. What do I need to do to shift? Do I need to take some extra breaks? Do I need to tap out my work day earlier? Maybe work an extra half day. So I, I really had to, you know, adjust a lot of that stuff so that I still can show up for work so that I still can feel really good about my day so that I'm not tapped out for my kids because they're the most important. It's God family business, you know, and, and even through this, even through all the change, um, it's a lot of change and, you know, we're embracing it as best as possible. So, Hey, kudos to you all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I've heard so many funny stories about, um, what people have learned in quarantine. And some of them are like, I hope that everyone's enjoying how self-aware you are because that I, you know, to be introspective mm -hmm. like that, I think is important trying to figure out why, why you have short fuse or whatever, you know, why you finish yeah. this out. But I have heard the funniest stories of, of what I've learned in quarantine about how like excellent people have gotten at day drinking. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I, I love that people can like laugh about this and not mm -hmm. get so overwhelmed all the time. But I love how introspective you are. It's really, it's it really makes me think as well. I came up with the best idea ever, and I'm going to say it on here because I know I'll never execute it, but <laughs> I want this, but how wouldn't you guys buy this if I made it? I want to make a coffee table book, the best memes of Corona. And like, just it's, you could fill a whole encyclopedia size book. With that stuff, right? And I would like, totally want to go back and look at it all the time because they're so good. There's so many funny ones. It's like the 2020 yearbook. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? That's a really good idea. There I know. Go. Okay, so nobody steal it. I'm doing it, and it's on video. Copyrighted. <laughs> it, it started out so like I'm a part of some, you know, just random like single person things. But even like the quarantine pickup lines when when oh, all this first God. started were hilarious. Or like it's you could literally make a. You have to send me some of those. I haven't. First of all, it was just going to be a book, and now it's like quarantine pickup lines. Yes. Oh, this is perfect. That's So, how, so if people are in your area want to have you as a mentor, can they just contact you? 
Heck to the yes. Okay. Heck to the yes. Um, gosh, I crave that. I eat that up. Like, message me, call me, Zoom me. I mean, come over and do a freaking driveway wine day with me while our kids do the street thing. I mean, it it literally is... My, my life is better if I'm able to do life with other people. Again, mm-hmm. it, just going back to that, you know, if we're just putting ourselves out there, if we're just taking care of and loving on and nurturing people, like that's what this is all about. Like mm-hmm. that, that makes my soul happy. And that makes oh, me. It's so clear. It's so obvious that you love that and you're passionate about it. That's I know. I love listening to you talk about it. And I want to come have wine in your driveway and let my kids run around. Why do you have yes, to listen? Ma'am. <laughs> I, just want to, I don't want my kids to come. I'll just come. <laughs> oh, wait. Next, next week, um, uh, Kara has, she was got sulfate wine. Remember, we have to ask her about that. Oh, yeah. You're going to love the girl that's coming on next week. You guys share the same passion. Yes. For sure. So much. Well, reach out to Caitlin if you're in the Portland area and you need Mm -hmm. a great mentor. She won't let you down. Caitlin, thank you so much for getting on the call. Thank you for coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Uh, All right, you guys. guys Have a wonderful day. Yep. And if you know any moms out there that need to be highlighted like Caitlin, uh, feel free to contact us. Um, Kristen and I will get them scheduled and so you can hear from them too. So God bless all of you and have a wonderful day. Thank you, ladies. Stay here. Oh, she's out.